Shalom, everyone. Praise Yah uh, for this Wednesday Bible study. Again, Pastor Battle, um, it's good to be here. I pray that everyone has had a blessed, a blessed uh, day. Uh, we had some rain, then we had some clouds, and we had a little sunshine. So praise Yah for this day. It's a wonderful day, beautiful day that He has made. And uh, we're going to continue to rejoice and be glad in this day. Uh, we're going to talk tonight about walking in obedience. Um, so we're going to begin with a word of prayer. We're going to dive right on into the scriptures. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you for your mercy and thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for being good to us. For we know that you are awesome. We know that you are an amazing God. We ask you tonight just to continue just to be with us, to forgive us of all of our sins uh, that we've committed against you. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, Yah, we just pray for your forgiveness. And we thank you for your said your loving kindness, your grace, your undeserved and unmerited favor over our lives. Thank you for being so compassionate and loving us in spite of ourselves at times. And y'all, we praise you for being so good and wonderful to us. I pray tonight that as we study your word that you would really speak to us, that you would give us wisdom, insight, help us to increase our trust, convict us by your rule, Kakodesh, uh, your Holy Spirit, and, and lead us and guide us yeah, into all truth. So we thank you for being so good, and thank you for being wonderful. And we just praise you in Yeshua HaMashiach's name. Amen. So today we're, going, we're, dealing, with, we're dealing with walking in and trust, walk, walking in righteousness, being obedient to Yah, walking in his, in his obedience. So our foundation of scripture that I'm going to use today is going to come from Matthew 7th chapter. Um, uh, beginning in verse 20, uh, verse 21 and then we're going to go to Romans 4 and uh, we're going we're gonna to try to try to deal with it and maybe Hebrews also uh, in some of Genesis and this this is going to be part one of this lesson so we're going to go to Matthew 7 today beginning in verse 21 um, it's going to read so not, not everyone who says to me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only those who do what my what my Father in heaven wants. Then he says, on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, um, then we prophesy in your name. Then we expel demons in your name. Then we perform many miracles in your name. Then I will tell them to their faces, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of Lawlessness. So we're gonna be we're gonna deal with with with, with just uh these uh, couple of verses. But Yeshua says that, that that everyone who says Lord Lord, who calls him Lord, or if you want to say Messiah, whatever, will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. But only those who does what my Father in heaven wants. So we're gonna deal with the issue of being obedient because it's not about saying Lord Lord. It's not about doing things in His name. We get this when when he says that uh, they're going to say we did all these things in your name. So doing things in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach does not qualify you or does not qualify us to enter into the kingdom of Yah. But it's, it's our obedience to his word. It's, it's, it's us doing what he requires us to do in spite of how we feel. Not doing it in his name, but doing it what he says to do. Because at times we can do things in his name. And us doing it and trying to use his name to back up us doing something. Um, 
Because doing things in his name, the word name means doing things in his reputation, doing things in his character to represent him. But you, but, but you doing things in his name to, 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 to try to have his character to back you up and, and still walk in disobedience, you're really not doing it in his name. You're just saying you're doing it in his name. It's an act of obedience that requires us to be able to enter into this kingdom. So our first scripture, even before we go to Romans 4, we're going to continue to set the foundation. We're going to go to Genesis. We're going to go to Genesis 17. And, 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 um, and let me show you something. Because we, we, we did it, we, we, we're dealing with what Yeshua says. And he says, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. That word lawless, lawlessness is, is the Greek word nomos or a nomos, which means outside of the law or outside of law. And when Yeshua said you're working some lawlessness, what law is he talking about? Well, Yeshua, what he's saying is he's talking about the Torah. He's talking about depart from me, you workers of Torahlessness. So those who are outside of the Torah um, will not be able to enter into the kingdom of Yah. Those who don't follow Torah can't even come into relationship with the Most High. Uh, John 17, 3, Yeshua says this. He says, uh, Father, uh, give them eternal life. And then he, then he says eternal life uh, is to know you, the one true Elohim, and the one whom you sent, Yeshua HaMashiach. So eternal life is to know Yah. And that word, that word know uh, is coming from a Hebrew perspective of, mean, of meaning to have a relationship with. An intimate relationship with. So those who are going to enter into this kingdom, the kingdom of Yah, has to have a relationship with him, has to be walking in Torah. And the only way you can walk in Torah, or the only way you can have a relationship with the Most High, a positive one, is to walk in Torah. You can't do things on your own and think that Yah is going to back you up or put his stamp or his seal of approval on it. But no, it it's have to be what he says. And so my example is so I, I'm not which I said Torah list, because we're gonna go to the Torah and we and we're gonna see see a great example. So we're gonna go to Genesis. We're gonna go to Genesis um 17, um, beginning at verse 1. Genesis 17, beginning at verse 1. And I'm gonna show you some things that's gonna that's gonna show enough bless us. So Genesis said because we're gonna see obedience. And we're going to see someone walk in obedience in spite of how they feel, in spite of what it looks like. Because walking in, walking in obedience is to walk according to Yah's word, according to what Yah says, do, do what he wants. And we're not supposed to allow how we feel, what we see to dictate to us how we should walk. But we should walk in obedience to Yah's word in spite of how we feel, in spite of what we see. So... Genesis 17, beginning at verse 1, says this, When Avram was 99 years old, Yah appeared to Avram and said to him, I am El Shaddai. Walk in my presence and be pure-hearted, for I will make my covenant between me and you, and I will increase your numbers greatly. And now, listen, this is Yah talking to Avraham. At this time, his name is still Avram. In a minute, Yah is going to change his name. But but now Yah is establishing his covenant. So, so Yah is giving him a word. And, he, and, 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 and the first thing he tells Avram is to walk before his presence and be pure hearted. 
be pure hearted. So then he says, I will make my covenant between me and you. And here's the word. And I will increase your numbers greatly. When y'all speak this to Abram, the word says Abram fell on his face and y'all continue speaking with him. When y'all speaks, he's give his word out. Yada, one thing about the Most High that we can bank on is that he does not speak in vain. He don't speak in vain. He don't speak idle words, but every word that he speaks is proven. As a matter of fact, we live on his words. Yeshua says in Matthew 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but what? By every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Elohim. So when, when Yah speaks, that, 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 that puts life in us. We live based off his words. Not based on our opinion, how we feel, but we live based off his words. So when Yah spoke to Abraham and gave him a word in, in the Seventh-day Covenant, the word says that Abraham fell on his face and Yah continued speaking with him. He fell on his face. Yah continued speaking. As for me, this is my covenant with you. Here's the word. You will be the father of many nations. Your name is no longer Avram, which means it's of the father. Now he changed his character. The word name means Shem. Shem is your name uh, would no longer be um, uh, Avram, but your name will be Avraham, father of many. Why? Because I have made you the father of many nations, I will cause you to be very fruitful. I will make nations of you. Kings will descend from you. Now listen, when Yah speaks to you, he speaks to you how he sees you. He, he speaks to you from the state he created you to be. So when he speaks to you and tells you you're going to be something, he already sees you as that. You are who he sees you, see you as. So he, so he speaks to us from that perspective. That, that's why we can say the power to define is the power to determine destiny because when you allow someone or something to define you, they can determine your outcome in life. And so we need to let, let Yah define who we are because Yah knows what's best for us. So it's, so he says, he says that uh, I will cause you to be very fruitful. I will make nations of you. Kings will descend from you. Verse 7 says this, I am establishing my covenant between me and you along with your descendants after you. Generation after generation as an everlasting covenant to be God for you and for your descendants after you. I will give you and your descendants after you the land in which you are now foreigners, all the land of Canaan as a permanent possession and I will be their God. So this is what y'all says. So, um, so, 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 Yah is speaking, but we're going to skip down to verse 15. I want you to see something. So, Yah said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you are not to call her Sarai. And Sarai means mockery. But now you are to call her princess. So, Yah is changing her character. He's changing Sarah. He said, I will bless her. I will bless her. Moreover, I will give you a son by her. That's the word. I will give you a son by her. Truly, I will bless her. She will be a mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. At this, Abraham fell on his face and laughed. He thought to himself, his heart spoke to him, will a child be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah give birth at 90? Abraham said to Yah, 
if only Yishmael could live in your presence. And y'all answered, no, but Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son, and you are to call him Yeshak, laughter. And I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. Now listen, y'all tell Abraham, he, he gave him a word. Now the thing is this, he gave him a word that seemed to be impossible. He gave him a word that Abraham really truly probably just couldn't believe. Because Abraham thought to himself, he says this, it, it, it said he, 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 he fell on his face and laughed, thought to himself, will a child be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah give birth at 90? That's the word that the Most High gave to him. Now, what, what's going to qualify Abraham to be able to please Yah? What's going to qualify Abraham to be able to get Yah's backing on this word? His obedience. Because now he's given the word from the Most High that it does not matter how it sounds. He laughed, he thought, he, he asked God, he said, hey, man, Ishmael, let Ishmael live in your presence. Yah's response to him was no. No, 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 no. But Sarah, your wife, will bear a son, and you are to call him Isaac. And I'm going to establish my covenant with him. So now, that's the word. Sarah, Sarah, old woman. Abraham is 100 years old. Let's go to Genesis 22. We're going somewhere. So be patient. We got to build this thing up. So now, we got Genesis 22, Genesis 22, verse 1, some years later. After these things, Yah tested Abraham. The same word, Yah tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, and he answered, Here I am, he said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Yeshak, and go to the land of Moriah, and there you are to offer him as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will point out to you. There it is. Yah tested Abraham. What is he testing? He tested his obedience. Are you going to still be able to obey Yah? Are you going to still be able to obey me even though I'm, I'm, you, 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 you're being tested in a hard trial? Because the very same thing that I told you. I'm going to bless you through. I'm, I'm asking of you now. Can you still go forward hanging on to the word that Yah had given you? Or you will you become reluctant? Or will your mind tell you, you, you lied? You lied to me. Will your mind, your heart, cause you to walk from Yah because he asked of something impossible from you that he also said he's going to bless you through? How can you take that? Are you going to be able to remain obedient in spite of? Because see, the thing is, when Yah speaks, he's obligated to perform his own word. And he says he honored his word above his name. So we got to be able to trust in him in spite of. Listen to this. Verse 3 says, Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, together with Yeshak his son. 
he cut the wood for the burnt offering, departed and went toward the place Yah had told him about. On the third day, Abraham raised his eyes and saw the place in the distance. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy would go there. Listen, I and the boy would go there. Worship and return to you. Now, Abraham said that. Now, Abraham, let me, let me push pause and let me say something right here. Abraham said what he said right here out of trust. He didn't say this out of hoping that y'all going to change his mind. He didn't say this praying, mm -mm, don't do this. Don't do, don't, don't, don't let that happen. No, he said this based on his trust in the most high. We're going to get to it in a minute. He said, me and the boy, we're going to go here and we're going to be back. That, that, that's what he told him. Let's get out of verse 9. 22 9 says this. Then they came to the place Yah had told him about. Abraham built an altar there, set the wood in order, bound Yeshak, his son, and laid him on the altar, on the wood. Then Abraham put out his hand and took his knife to kill his son. But an angel of Yah called out, to, out of heaven, Abraham, Abraham. He answered, here I am. He said, don't lay your hand on the boy. Don't do anything to him. For now I know that you are a man who fears Yah because you have not withheld your only, withheld your son your only son from me. Abraham raised his eyes and looked, and there behind him he caught a ram. He's behind him a, was a ram caught in the bushes by his, his horns. Abraham went and took the ram, offered it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham called that place uh, Yahuwah Yerah. The Lord will see to it, or the Lord provides, or the Lord will see. And he said, as it is said to this day, on the mountain, Yah is seen. Listen to this, two things. Yeshua said something one time. Talk to the Pharisees, the leaders of Israel. He said, Abraham desired to see my day, and he saw it. Now, this is what he was talking about. And that, that, that ram was in the place of his son. And that ram was placed in the place of his son because of his obedience. Abraham did not hold back anything from Yah. Why is that? Why did Abraham not hold back anything from the Most High? Because he believed Yah. He believed him. Before we go to Romans 4, we're going to go to Hebrews 11. And let me show you something. Because walking in obedience... We, 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 we have to get in our mind that Yah's going to do what he says he's going to do in, in spite of how we feel. Because if, if, if we don't, if we don't, if, if we don't get past how we feel, then we'll walk away from the most high. We, 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 we'll say foolish faith robbing phrases based on our circumstances. And we shouldn't. If Yah has spoken and he's given us a sure word, we are to walk in obedience in spite of how things look. It's not about how long it's going to take because it's not our place 
to 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 say, you know what? It's 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 it's, it's not coming in time. Well, don't get weary in doing well, for you'll reap in due season if you don't faint. Don't, don't, the, the word says, through trust and patience, we'll inherit the promise. So if Yah tells us something and don't give us a time frame on it, then our responsibility is to continue to walk in that trust and that obedience until it happens. Don't get weary because it's not happening when we think it should happen. How we think it should happen. Our responsibility is to obey the word he's given to us. Listen, do what Yah, is, do what Yah has said. I've heard people say, don't do what, 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 what God said, but do what he's saying. That's hogwash. That's a lie and that's a foolish talk to even say. The word don't back you up on that. Abraham did what Yah said. He wasn't caught up in the circumstance that, well, you know what? We're going to do something different. Trying to allow his mind to change out the, what Yah says. No, if Yah said something, he meant what he said. Just because it's not coming in the time that we think it should come does not mean that it's not going to come to pass and does not mean that he didn't say it. We have a responsibility to remain patient in spite of how long it takes. So, so, so for you saying, well, how long, oh Lord? How long? Stop saying that. Just say, you know what, y'all? I, I praise you. And we don't, and, and when you don't, understand what's happening so they say you know what yeah I don't understand what's happening but you know what I trust you anyway and I trust you because you know what's best for me you know what you said in my life and we have a responsibility to walk it out everybody's life is, is, is not the same what the most high has for my life may not be what he has for your life so don't compare yourself to my life don't compare yourself to anybody else and say, well, they got it, they got it in this time, and they got it at this time. No, but that's their life. That's y'all moving in their life according to his purpose for their life. And their purpose for their life is not your purpose. Judas Iscariot did not have the same purpose that Shimon Kepha, Simon Peter had. The Apostle Shaul the Apostle Paul did not have the same purpose that Timothy had. Nobody had the same purpose that Yeshua had. Everybody is, is called and, and, and things were together for the good of those who love Yah according to his purpose and design for their life. So everybody's purpose is not the same. So don't compare yourself to somebody else. So I, I should have had it by then. They waited two years. They waited five years. They waited six months. Well, you've had to wait 20 years. You've had to wait 13 years. No one knows but the most high. But while you're waiting, remain obedient. Continue to be productive. Continue to, to take advantage of the opportunity and don't get weary in doing well. Hallelujah. It took Abraham 25 years to have Isaac, but he remained obedient. He kept seeking Yah. Yes, yeah, yes. So now listen to this. Hebrews eleven seventeen says this. By trusting, there it is. Whoop. There it is. By trusting Abraham when he was put to the test. There it is. Genesis 22 says that Yah tested Abraham. 
Abraham tells them, me and the lad be back. We're coming back. Genesis 22 says that. Abraham get ready to stick his son, kill his son. Yes, said, stop. I know you love me. You ain't going to hold nothing back. Listen. Y'all swore by himself because there's no, there's no one higher on Abraham. Abraham. Abraham was able to see Yeshua's day through his obedience. Yeshua said, Abraham alone see my day, and he saw it. He saw a remnant of thicket. He saw a remnant that Yah had provided in the place of his son. Hebrews 11, 17 says, By trusting Abraham, when he was put to the test, offered up Yeshak as a sacrifice. Yes, he offered up his only son. He who he whom have received the promises, the word, the promises, the promises, the word, to whom it had been said. What is called your seed will be in Isaac. For he had concluded that Yah could even raise people from the dead. And figuratively speaking, he did so receive him. So Abraham was getting ready to to, to do Isaac, kill Isaac as a sacrifice because he had concluded that once he did it, y'all can raise him up because of the promise that y'all had given him about the seed coming through Isaac, about the kings and stuff coming through Isaac, about y'all establishing his covenant with Isaac. Y'all could not establish that covenant with Isaac with him being dead. So y'all will have to raise him up Abraham had concluded, y'all going to raise them up. He had concluded that y'all could raise the dead. So he wasn't caught up on the circumstances. I'm not done. Let's go to Romans 4. Y'all ready? Romans 4, verse 16 says, The reason the promise is based on trusting is so that it may come as y'all's free gift, a promise that could be relied on by all the seed. All the seed. Not only those who live within the framework, within the framework of Torah, but also, but also those with the kind of trust Abraham had. Abraham Avenue for us all. This accords with, with the Tanakh where it says, I have appointed you to be a father to many nations. Abraham is our father in Yah's sight. Why? Because he trusted Yah. Because he trusted Yah. As the one who does what? Gives life to the dead. And calls non-existent things into existence. So he trusted Yah. He trusted Yah as the one who gives life to the dead. And cause non-existent things into existence. For he was past hope. There it is. He thought within himself. Can I have a baby at 90? Uh, at 100? My old age and Sarah. Give birth at 90? He passed hope. So he was past hope. But yet in hope. He trusted that he would indeed become a father of too many nations in keeping 
with what he had been told. So many will your seed be. His trust did not waver when he considered his own body. There it is. Yes, it's there, right? I'm going to have a chat it on. Sarah Knight, which was good as dead since he was about 100 years old, or decided, or when he considered Sarah's womb was dead too. He did not, by lack of trust, decide against Yah's promises, but on the contrary, by trust, he was given power as he gave glory to Yah. For he was fully convinced that what Yah had promised, he could also accomplish. And now, and this is why it was accredited to his account as righteousness. But the words it was credited to his account were not written for him only. Uh -oh. They were written for who? Us also. For who will certainly have our account accredited to because we have trusted in him who we have trusted in who? In who? Who, who have we trusted in him? In Yah. Who raised Yeshua, our Messiah, from the dead. Yeshua who was delivered over to death because of our offenses and raised to life in order to make us righteous. There it is. So listen. You trust in Yah. To enter into this kingdom is to walk in obedience. And it's to walk in obedience in spite of how you feel. In spite of what you think. In spite of what you're faced with, you still remain faithful. You still remain unmovable. You still remain steadfast in Yah. Because it don't matter what comes up. No matter what comes your way, you continue to hold on and hold out. Yeah, we don't quit. We don't, we, we don't stop. We go forward in, in the word and we go forward in Yah. Don't allow the adversary to come in your life and discourage you to, to, to call him to say, you know what? Well, I've messed up. I've done this and that so many times. It ain't going to work for me. No, you remain united with y'all. You remain connected in spite of, and you believe in him. Let's go to John 15. Hallelujah. We're going to go to John 15. We're going to begin at verse 1. You remain connected to the vine. In spite of, you walk in obedience to what the, what, the, what, what the Mashiach says. You walk in obedience to what Yah says in spite of. Yah tells Abraham, listen, I'm going to give you a son. I'm going to cover with him. Then he tests him. Listen, sometimes we go through trials and tests. Yah gives us a word, and at times we're tested. Let me explain something to you. I pastor a congregation, very small congregation. I believe the Most High told me to do it. Things don't go my way. Things don't happen. At times I lose out at times, but I'm still going to be the leader because I still believe him. I'm still going to go forward and I'm not going to stop. And I'm saying that not to brag on myself, but I'm saying to tell you that regardless of what, you, what, what, what you're faced with, if Yah has called you to do something, you obey it. If he's called you into identity, you walk in who you are. Don't be ashamed. The adversary tries to come in, creep in and, 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 and kill and steal and destroy, but he can't kill us. Y'all fight for us. 
Second Timothy, first chapter, the Apostle Shaul was talking to Timothy. He said, listen, have that same trust your grandmama had and your mama had. Walk in that trust they had. He said, for Yah has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Then he, talk, then, 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 then he goes on to speak about how Yahweh give Timothy the, the strength to walk through the shame. Because sometimes the adversary tries to bring persecution to make us be ashamed. I'll read that, I'll read that, that scripture in a second to, to, to help you really uh, hear and understand. But first, we're going to read John 15, beginning at verse 1. It says, I am the real vine, and my father is the gardener. Every branch which is part of me but fought, but fails to bear fruit, he cuts off. And every branch that does not bear fruit, that excuse me, that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it may bear more fruit. Yeshua says this right now, because the word which I have spoken to you, you are pruned. You've been cut back just then. You are pruned right now, and you're gonna bear more fruit. You're gonna bear fruit. Stay united with me, and I will with you. For just as a branch. Can't put forth fruit by by itself apart from the vine, so you can't bear fruit apart from me. So Yeshua says, "Stay united with Him. I'm the vine; my Father is the gardener. The one, the branches that fall off, that, 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 that or, or, or the branches that, that fails to bear fruit, He cuts off. But every branch that bears fruit." He cuts back. He prunes. And sometimes he prunes. Sometimes it hurts. But continue to allow y'all to prune you. Let me explain something to you anyway. If you're going to abide in the Messiah, he's going to prune you anyway. There ain't nothing you can do to stop the pruning. He's going to prune you to grow you. We just got to be obedient in the growing. There, there is nothing we can do to stop y'all from pruning us. If we're going to be, if, if we're going to be connected with the Mashiach. That's true. I've tried to get out of being pruned. I don't want to be cut back. I don't want to go through trials and tests. No. And y'all understands my heart. Knows where I'm at. All that. But guess what? He's still going to cut you back. He's still going to grow you up. He has to mature you. Babies cannot drink milk. But only for so long. That's why they're gonna to have to have some kind of formula, substance, a little soft substance of food they're gonna to have to eat. After a while, that little meat, I mean, excuse me, that, that little substance ain't gonna ain't gonna do. They have to eat something a little, a little bit stronger than that. They're gonna to have to have some bread. They're gonna to have to, they they're gonna want meat. They're gonna eat meat, protein, or, or they're gonna to have, to have beans. You know, not just a little smushed up bean. They're gonna to have, to have to chew with their teeth a whole bean. They got to have vegetables, so you're gonna to have to grow. You can't stay in a state of of, of 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 not growing. You cannot be. You cannot remain physically, excuse me, spiritually handicapped and stunted in your growth. But you're going to have to grow. So just so we're going to have to be pruned, but remain obedient, stay connected. And let him prune you. Verse 5 says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who say united with me and I with them are the ones who bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can't do a thing. 
unless a person remains united with me, he is thrown away like a branch and dries up. Such branches are gathered and thrown into the fire where they are burned up. If you remain united with me and my words with you, listen, there it is. If you remain united with him, why y'all is pruning us and cutting us back and, and growing us up and shaping us and breaking us into who he called us to be, making us bear good fruit, making us into beautiful fruit, fruit trees that's desirable to look upon, desirable to taste the fruit of y'all so that someone can want the fruit of y'all in their life. He's going to cut you back. But he says this, if you remain united with me and my words with you, then ask whatever you want and it will happen for you. And this is how my father is glorified in your bearing much fruit. And this is how you will prove to be my time of deem. So you got to be connected and you got to stay connected, united. It's, your, it's through obedience of being cut back. You can ask what you will. Listen, just as my father has loved me, I too have loved you, so stay in my love. And if you keep my, there it is, commands, you will stay in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commands and stay in his love, I have said to this to you so that, you, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Now listen, Yeshua is not saying anything outside of Torah. He's not giving us anything. Listen, this is my command that you keep loving, to keep keep on loving each other, just as I have loved you. No greater love, no greater love than a person. Who, no, no, no one has greater love than a person who lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave doesn't know what his master is about. But I call you friends because everything I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me. I chose you. And I have commissioned you to go and bear fruit, fruit that would last so that whatever you ask from the father in my name, he may give you. This is what I command you. Keep on loving each other. As I said, Yeshua is in a new. That's the Torah. Loving Yah, loving, loving your brother. And then, and then doing things in his name. You could do things in his name when you're walking in obedience to his word. You do things in his name when you're walking in the true love by being obedient in his word. If you love him, keep his command. As long as you're walking in obedience and do things in his name, you're still in a relationship. It's when you're not walking in obedience and do things in his name that will cause you not to inherit the kingdom of Yah. And we got to walk in obedience in order to obtain these things. These things are not given to us if we're not walking in obedience. Let, let's go to 2 Timothy so I can show you what I was talking about, about Timothy. And, his, uh, and what the apostle Paul was uh, telling him. 1 Timothy 1. I'm, I'm going to begin with um, verse um, 5. It says this, I recall your sincere trust. The, the, the same trust that your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice had at first. For I am convinced that you too now have this trust. For this reason, I am reminding you to fan the flame of Yah's gift, which you received through the Simicha, Simicha, laying on of hands from me. 
for Yah gave us a spirit, for Yah gave us a spirit who produces not timidity, but power, love, and self-discipline. So don't be ashamed of bearing testimony of our Messiah or me, his prisoner. But on the contrary, accept your share in suffering disgrace for the sake of the good news. So, so, so have trust. Don't be afraid. He didn't give you the spirit of fear. But he gave you power, love, and self-discipline. So we ain't got to fall away. We ain't got to fall to 2 Timothy uh, 2, uh, excuse me, 2 Timothy 1, verse 5 through 7 or 5 through 8. So we, so, we, so, so we can stand firm, walk in obedience. In spite of the opposition, in spite of the circumstances, when Yah when gives you a word, you are to hang on to that word. You are to hang on to that word. And it does not matter what comes this way. Don't be fooled by your own mind. By your own thought process, don't allow the because let me tell you something. The adversary, the adversary does appeal to anyone's evil inclination. He, he, your pastor is not the father. They can lie. Your parents are not y'all. So when y'all speaks a word. And people tell you, well, that's stupid. And these will be a credible authority figures. That's why I named pastors and parents. Because these are those are credible people. It's supposed to be credible people in our lives. And y'all spoke a word. You hang on to y'all's word. I don't care who the big dog in front of you is supposed to be. When you need to change that, you need to try to rethink some things. Y'all, you might want to look at it again. Listen, you're not moving in your life based on what they say. You're not moving in your life based on what we say. You move in your life based on what the word of Yah says. We all can get it wrong, even as your leaders. So if we speak things outside of Yah's word, don't be a fool and listen to that. We too should be prayerful, thoughtful, mindful, and allow Yah to move. Because he speaks but the adversary can appeal to anybody's evil inclination to cause us to want to walk in disobedience to Yah's word. We see what the end result was of Adam and Eve. We see what the end result came for Cain. We see what happened to Moses because of his lack of trust. Moses' lack of trust caused him to disobey Yah. Yah tells Moses to speak to the rock. It produced water. Moses became impatient, struck the rock. Yes, water came out, but Yah said, you didn't trust me. And you went into this land. He should have spoke to the rock, but he allowed people to make him not obey Yah and cause him to miss out on the promises. So we can't be like that. We got to re remain trust trusting Yah, faithful to him. He, yes, of course, we need his help. But he helps us. We have a the ability through the Ruach HaKodesh to overcome the adversary and to walk in the purpose of the Most High. And we can. So let's walk in obedience. Yeshua says in Matthew 7 that, 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 that those who enter into this kingdom are those who does what his Father in heaven wants. And those are the ones who come into who 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 comes into a relationship with him 
and follow Torah, walk in obedience. Not those who don't follow Torah. Don't listen to people who tell you don't follow Torah. The law is not done away with. Yeshua says in Matthew 5, 17, excuse 5, 19, I think, uh, 17 to 19, he says, do not think I have come to abolish the Torah. I have not come to abolish, but to complete, complete. He did not come do away with it. Yeshua taught Torah. He taught from Daniel. He taught from Leviticus. He taught, he taught Torah. He taught from the prophets. Yeshua did not teach from what we so-called the New Testament. The renewed covenant is y'all putting this Torah on our hearts. Causing us to come into relationship. Not y'all doing away with the old Torah. Yah has always had compassion. He's always had grace. Read Numbers 15. Read Exodus 33. He gives grace to the thousandth generation, he says, in Torah. He's always had chesed. Chesed is loving kindness, grace. So don't allow the adversary to deceive you to make you think that Yah has done away with his word to cause you to walk in disobedience to that word. But Yeshua says that we're supposed to follow Torah. Does the Torah save? No, Yah saves. We save by faith. We save through our trust, by his grace. But then he and then he began to teach us Torah. Read Acts 15. When the, they came to the, 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 the apostles and, and they, they, they gave them some five laws to live by and say because Moses is taught in a synagogue every Shabbat. Moses means the Torah. Let them have these things and they're going to learn the Torah every Sabbath. So we need to walk in obedience. Do Yah's will and don't allow the adversary to take from us but remain steadfast and unmovable. Always bounding in the works of Yah. Praise Yah. Father, we thank you for your mercy, your compassion, your loving kindness. Thank you for being so good to us. Yah, help us all to walk in obedience, to walk in your ways. Give us strength through the rule of Hakodesh to obey you, to show our love toward you, as Yeshua says, by obeying your commands. Yah, we saw Abraham's faith how he had already concluded in his heart that you can raise the dead. He hung on to the word that you have gave him in spite of everything else that came afterwards. And help us, y'all, also to hang on to the word that you've given us, that you're giving us, and not detour, not wave from left to right, but to remain steadfast, y'all, and have an unfeigned trust that we can't be hindered or moved, but we'll trust you and seek your face, consult you, cry to you about everything. Your word says, trust in you with all our heart and don't lean to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you and you will direct our paths. So y'all ask you to direct our paths, order our steps, keep us and lead us. We thank you and we praise you in Yeshua's name. Amen. Praise y'all.